Hello, listeners. Today I am going to record an episode from a <clears throat> movie that is called Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. It's chapter three. Jake is grounded for his misadventures. It's dinner time at Miss Peregrine's home for peculiar children. Everyone is dressed up nicely. Everyone seems to recognize that Enoch is jealous of Emma's new beau. That's a kind of fiancé. Enoch is not pleased that everyone can see this so easily. Claire, the normal-looking girl, doesn't eat. She just sits there, afraid to reveal her peculiarity to Jake. Her peculiarity is an odd thing about that person. But Jake acts like a gentleman and encourages her to be herself. She, she still hesitates, but Miss Peregrine winks at her, encouraging her to be comfortable with her peculiar, peculiarity. Jake soon learns that she has a set of voracious, toothy jaws on the back of her head. One of the kids asks Jake what is his peculiarity, what his peculiarity is. He replies that he has none. He's just a normal kid. Enoch seems to delight in learning this. Enoch in fact goes a little farther and accuses Jake of wanting to leave just like his grandfather did, as if Abe did something shameful when he was with them. Emma gets angry at Enoch's insult and leaves the table. After Emma leaves, the kids mention that Abe left to join the army, and then he got married to a lovely lady. Then the phone rings, and Miss Peregrine leaves the table to answer it. Before she leaves, she tells them to get ready for movie time. Quote, quote movie time. Miss Peregrine, Miss Peregrine seems reluctant to answer the phone, but when she does, the caller is a, a very young Abe when he was living in 1943, during World War II. Then the scene cuts to movie time, and we don't learn what Abe was calling her about. Olive starts a fire in the fireplace with her peculiarity, and then sits down. The movie projector is Horace's eye, he literally plays out his dreams on the screen, 
for everyone to watch like a new movie release. Emma tells Jake that Horace usually dreams about clothes, but sometimes his dreams are prophetic and can show the future. One dream projection one dream projection takes a dark turn by showing some old woman tied up in a wheelchair. She screeches like a bird and the scene also shows a bird cage. She appears to be an imbrin like Miss Peregrine and she is in a very unfriendly company in what seemed to be dire circumstances. Miss Peregrine seems to know the woman. Her face is grim as she watches this foreboding scene. Sorry. Then the scene cuts to Emma's face, then to a romantic scene where Emma and Jake are about to share a kiss. This causes Emma and Jake some embarrassment and Miss Peregrine prematurely and mercifully ends movie time at this point to spare them further embarrassment. When it's time for Jake to go back to the hotel, outside the loop, Miss Peregrine asks Emma to go with him to make sure he gets back safely. Emma seems surprised and says, the island's very safe, right? To which Miss Peregrine hesitates slightly and then says, of course, I just want to make sure he doesn't trip on bumps. In the road. Perhaps she was just being mindful of Horace's recent dreams showing white-eyed people with a captured imbrin. But first it is time for their daily time reset ritual and they invite Jake to attend. They go outside at a little after 9 p.m., don gas masks, put on gas masks. I don't know why, and begin watching the sky as several German planes fly over. Then the last plane in the squadron drops a bomb that begins falling directly towards their home about a second or two before it impacts miss peregrine pushes a button on her pocket watch and stops time in an instant the bomb freezes in position in midair then she winds the pocket watch backward for 24 hours and everything around begin again passing backward in time to 24 hours earlier as Jake prepares to leave the home to return to his time, he sees a letter addressed to Miss Peregrine and 
um, sticks it in his shirt on an impulse. And Emma and Jake enter the cave. Jake's, as Emma and Jake enter the cave, Jake's cell phone comes back to life and beeps. When asked what it is, he shows Emma how it can take pictures. He takes a selfie of her and him. Emma seems sad and explains that she can never leave the loop or she will age quickly and die. At that time a bird flies through the cave, hits a cave wall and falls to the ground, unconscious. Emma picks up the bird. She expresses a suspicion that it might be the imbrin that they had seen captured in Horace's dream projection. She told Jake that she hated goodbyes and to just go. Jake leaves and Emma takes the injured bird back to Miss Peregrine to see what they can do for the bird. Jake meets his very worried dad on the way back to the hotel. It is late and getting dark outside. Along the way he lies to his dad about where he has been. Jake gets caught telling the lie and this makes his dad quite angry. They pass a man and the two boys Jake had met earlier. And the man accuses the Americans of killing all their sheep, whose corpses are laying scattered about behind them. Laying scattered about behind them. Jake and his dad deny any wrongdoing and continue back to the hotel. Later that night, Jake takes a flower from his lapel. shirt collar, folded, and places it on the end table by his bed. He takes out his cell phone and looks at the picture of him and Emma. Then he opens the letter to Miss Peregrine and begins reading it. It was from Abe back in his army days. In the letter Abe warns Miss Peregrine that some of Quote, Mr. Barron's group end quote, were recently seen in Blackpool, England, where there happens to be another time loop managed by an embryon named Miss Avocet. He suggests that Miss Avocet move her children's home to a new location right away that is well hidden. He warns Miss Peregrine to also exercise great care about this recent sighting. In the letter is a newspaper clipping showing a circus location in Blackpool with a group of picture of some guys juggling. The heads of at least four people in the crowd are circled with a marker. Their eyes appears to be all white, that is to say, without pupils. The next day, Jake looks at the flower and sees that it has withered 
as dry as an autumn leaf. Leaf. He touches it and it crumbles to dust. He and his dad go to the beach to do some bird watching, only to find that an ornithologist named John Lamont, who has beaten them there and set up a tent on the beach, spoiling their bird watching outing. Jake's father admires Mr. Lamont's camera, which is a very large one designed to take very detailed pictures of rare birds. Jake and his dad give up and go back to the hotel. When Jake tries to leave to go back to the cave, he learns that his dad has grounded him for lying and staying late yesterday. He cannot leave his dad's sight. They are joined at the hip. Once Jake's dad falls asleep for a noon nap, Jake decides that if he ever wants to see Emma again, it's now or never. This might be his last chance, so he sneaks away and heads back to the cave.